Today's a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters, including us, already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and we'll get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it helps support our show. Hi, this is Rachel from The NeverEnding Sleepover. If you want to keep up with us or view the content that is connected to each episode, you can head over to Instagram and follow us at never underscore ending underscore sleepover underscore podcast. We know the name is pretty long, but everything else was taken. And if you're interested in donating directly to the podcast to help with visa distribution or to help us invest in the tools that will bring our podcast to the next level, you can join us on buymeacoffee.com slash N-E-S-P-O-D. Next time you need to go shopping but can't make it to the store, head over to Instacart using our link provided in the episode notes and also in our Instagram bio. Using our link will let Instacart know that we sent you and you'll receive free delivery on your first order of $35 and up. Uh, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Never Ending Sleepover. I'm David and I'm Rachel. How was your week? I you know, ended up in the ER again because they threw up my tube and then tried to put it back in and it ended up coiled up in my stomach. Um, no fun. But it's fine. Um, but nothing super like interesting has really went on. Um, I didn't feel too good the last few weeks, so I've just been kind of chilling. Yeah. Just going through it. Mm-hmm. Don't have huge updates, honestly, but what about yeah, you? Same. No huge updates. Just busy. Yeah. I found a, I found a new car that I want to import as oh, well. Okay, tell me about it. It's a, uh, it's called a, it's called a Honda Dunk. That's a funny name. Um, the specific one that I want is a Honda Life Dunk. <laughs> a Life Dunk. <laughs> um, which I think is just so funny, and they look like you know the Scion XDs, the they're kind of cube. The, the, like, cube cars. Mm, yeah. Um, it kind of looks like that if you made it half the size. Interesting. So it's it's kind of like a box, but it's tiny. It's, like, the size of a Mini Cooper. Cute. I am obsessed with it. And they're only, like, $3,000. And That's really with, cheap. like, 1000 to, like, $1,500 import. Why are they so cheap? Fees, just because they're, they're economy cars. Um, so, I mean, it would, it would be like driving a Civic here, you know, mm-hmm. in, in terms of, it's not going to be super fast, but it's going to be fun. They're small, they'll, you know, they're zooming like Mini Coopers. They just, they fly, you know, <laughs> but cute. yeah, nice. they're, uh, so I, I just basically want it for the name though. It does. That's the Honda Dunk. Name. That's life so dunk. funny. The Life Dunk. Pretty good name. I'm not going to lie. So okay. what are we talking about today? So today we're talking about like how to keep a house clean, like cleaning, because cleaning is mm, really hard. It is. So I was like, I'm going to do some research on it. Uh, oh, sorry, your mouth popped. And so, you know what's funny? Hmm. 
you you don't do that unless we're recording. It's so weird. <laughs> to start, what I googled was why can't I keep my house clean? That's what I googled. Um, and there were like four or five results that were just all titled the same thing. And the title was, I can't keep my house clean. What is wrong with me? Mm. That was like, it was like the same title for like a bunch of them. So I guess it's probably pretty common. And I feel like we're yeah. probably holding ourselves to like very unrealistic standards in like what movie, our houses movie should and, look like. Movie and TV show standards. Yeah. And we like our houses just like don't look lived in. Right. Um, but most of the articles all had like a lot of the same stuff in common, so it, it seems pretty simple. Like it seems like that's the thing is it seems simple. Yeah. It's just like not, um, but that's taking like mental health out of the equation, I think. Right. But just in general. Yeah. Like it's it seems simple, but actually executing everything is like really difficult. Right, because theoretically everything is a reverse process, right? Mm-hmm. You do something and then. Once you're done with it, you do the reverse of it. Yeah, but also you have to add in, like, realistically. So the average amount of time that people spend cleaning their house daily, assuming that people upkeep their house and have, like, a tidy house, is an hour a day. That's a long time when you think about how many hours you actually have free on a regular day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Not very many. Yeah, like, it's not that much time. So it's like, it's, it's hard to even. And that's like, if you don't put into account other things that you want to do with your life, work out, if you want to like communicate with people, mm-hmm. you know, have a coffee. Like there's so many different things that are already taking up that space too. It makes sense that it's hard to like find. It's hard to know, maintain. Yeah. A full hour of time when you're not trying to rest (laughs) yeah and it's like no one wants to clean either so it's like in an hour a day cleaning just seems like so much to me but like so like i manic clean um like because it's like hard for me to clean like cleaning is one of those things that like is hard for me because it just it feels like like i'm like dragging weights around yeah it's like hard to do stuff but like then like every so often i like obsessively clean and organize everything for like a day and then I'm done for like months <laughs> and yeah. then I redo it but yeah. getting out of that cycle is and, and cleaning wouldn't be so difficult if I didn't let it get so bad you know yeah absolutely and it's been a, a slow process for us I mean when I was growing up that's how it happened in my house it was we had like days of everyone get your ass to where we're gonna clean the whole house Mm -hmm. or you know you had your days of like i'm gonna clean my room but then you would go weeks of time without doing that and so it you know by the time we would end up going to clean it again it was a disaster we did that too it was like days where like everyone was cleaning yeah we were doing today that's yeah that's what we're doing is that we're (laughs) we're cleaning yeah and then we still kind of do that but we have to get out of that and do more daily cleaning i think yeah, and we've and the thing is like I think as we've I guess learned to get better, get it's been easier. Well, to I, organize. I've realized that every like, like move that we've done. Yeah, well, we get rid of more stuff too. Yeah, but I've realized that money is a big factor because you have to be able to buy things to organize. Yeah, it helps. It helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I theoretically, I guess you could do it without all of the 
tools, but it makes your life so much you harder. You can't really, though. And it, unless and you don't have yeah. stuff, you know? Like, yeah. It's, like, impossible. Um, But when I was, like, researching all this, it just, like, reminded me of, like, some funny stories from when I was younger. Like, there was one time when I was in a very early elementary school. This was, like, before we... I had to have been maybe, like, first or second grade. Mm. And... Ailey and I shared a room, and we had a uh, we had a bunk bed. There was one night where we both decided to clean the room in the middle of the night, but we were trying to clean it secretly, so we were like kind of making noise. And my dad came in the room, and we were like jump in bed, and he tell us not to make noise. He thought we were like playing with our toys. We were like we weren't, whatever. And he came in like two or three times. And then, like, the last time he came in, he was so mad because he thought we were just sitting in there, like, playing with shit, right. you know? Um, he, he came in the room, and he was mad. Right. I mean, he had yeah. to get up and tell us to, like, stop messing around, like, three or four times at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. So I, I mean, I'd pissed. be pissed, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yes, exactly. Like, like please go back to sleep. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> um, and he, like, turned the light on, and it was, like, super clean. And he was just like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. I'd we be were... even more mad. I'd be like... Well, he... No, but he was like... I know. I'm... He wasn't... No, he wasn't mad. He was the opposite of yeah. mad. Yeah. He was That's like, funny. oh my God. But it's, it, it's, it's just kind of funny that we decided to do it at night. Like, yeah. why? I don't know. But it just reminded me of that story. I had nights like that. Which is so funny. There was this one time where... Um, in the, the house that I lived in, we had like a, a fireplace with a stone. It was like a stone, like ledge that went throughout the whole room. Um, and then it was a fireplace in the middle and there were bookshelves on the side. That's nice. Yeah, it was really nice. We had far too many books. Basically, we'd like never use a fireplace. I don't think ever. Maybe one or two times. And we lived at the house for a long time. Hmm. Um... But we would just have piles and piles of books on the, that, like, stone ridge. And so me and my two younger sisters were tasked to clean it all up and, like, organize all the books and stuff. And I don't know what compelled us to do this, but we started, um, like, recording ourselves on iMovie to make, like, I don't <laughs> You guys know. made a lot of movies. I want to see them. I want them compiled so I can watch them. Most of them are probably gone. But we made so much random shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we decided to record ourselves cleaning. That's so weird. Um, and the video was like three hours long. And within like 20 minutes, we found a black widow. And it crawled under a bunch of the books. That's scary. And so we spent the next like two hours just like slowly moving books with other items. Like, like terrified to run uh -huh. into the spider. I'm, you know, I'm probably exaggerating the I would have been done. I would have been like, okay, I guess we're not organizing anymore <laughs> today. That's that on that. <laughs> I don't think we got any of the organizing done. But um, I'm probably exaggerating how long it took. And it was probably more like an hour total. It may have taken three hours. But so knowing knows? us, it could have taken a long time. Um, but we were like trying to find it for the longest time. And then my older brother walks in and we had like just found it and he walks in and just smacks it with oh a book God. and walks out of the room <laughs> and we were just like all sitting there like what the it's almost like comical the way it happened yeah like it, it just <laughs> that's amazing it was so funny and terrifying 
Yeah, I would probably. It also probably wasn't a Black Widow also, or either. I mean, maybe it was. I guess it's possible, but it's unlikely. Um, I Another time that I recorded myself. No, I didn't record myself. So there was a time that I needed to clean my room really badly. It was It was bad. And I had just, my older brother had just moved out. So it was like, it was my room. It was like my own room now, but I still had two bunks in there or two beds in there. It was like two twin beds on each side of the room. And so I just had like used that space to collect so much random shit and I hadn't cleaned in so long. And I was like, I'm just going to spend all day cleaning. So I set up my camera and I made a time lapse. (laughs) Nice. And uh, it was my first time lapse that I had ever done. I had, like, just bought the stuff that, like, allowed me to do it and, like, other stuff. Um, and I spent, like, three hours cleaning. And I got That's it all it? done. It was, it was... You clean really fast. I don't. I, like, finished cleaning. It looked so good in there in comparison um, to how I did before. And I went and I was so excited. I got all the photos. It was, like, it was like 2,000-something photos. And I was trying to stitch it all together. Why didn't you just record it as a time lapse? You can't record for that long. It's a, a time lapse is pictures. No, and a time lapse is just a super super quick video, fast forwarded video. No, a time lapse is a collection of pictures. Well, I mean, yeah, you speed it up, but it's a collection of pictures well, like, spaced out. Well, when you take out. a time lapse on an iPhone, you just click it and it records, and then it. Speeds it up really fast and it becomes a time lapse. Kind of. That's not actually what it's doing. Oh. A well, time you lapse. You had to put so, it together yourself. Yeah. So <gasps> what what I did was I set up a software on my DSLR. What is he doing? I don't know. He's really into the smell of my knee right now. <laughs> What's up, T Rex? I did get something sticky on it at the coffee bean mm. and tea leaf. Um. I set up my DSLR I, I like on a tripod. I have his little nose on me. That's funny. Um, I set up my tripod in the software that would take a photo every like 30, 45 seconds. Or maybe it was like longer than that. But it would take a photo like every minute or so. Nice. And then I collected all the photos and I would stitch them all together and then turn it into a movie file to play as. A video. God, I love modern technology. Um, <laughs> but halfway through, while I was stitching everything together, something happened and it just like didn't work. And so I had this like thousands of pictures of what looked like almost the same picture just sitting completely unorganized in my computer because it it like deorganized it <laughs> when I tried to make the time lapse and then I had no way to like, and it, it was like, you can't reorganize and there was, that. There was no way for me to like do it without spending hours and hours of time. So I had just spent like three hours cleaning and I was so excited to do this fucking time lapse thing. And then I was like, I'm not spending hours and hours trying to. Because it was all like mix match where the photos were. And imagine they were in if it was locations. something you had, had to do. Like obviously it wasn't, but imagine there was like some situation where you had to do a time lapse and it got unorganized and you like actually had to do it. That would fucking suck. So yeah, bad. That, that would be was, the absolute worst. It was it was so disappointing. That's I kept the, I kept the photos for years. Why? 
Because I eventually was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it. It'll oh be cool. God. I never, I never no, finished it. And course. then eventually I was like, why the fuck do I have all this shit? Oh and I God. don't hate it at all. <laughs> um, I do remember one time when I lived in San Francisco, um, my room was right next to the kitchen. And I had, my, I th- my mom had just gone to a, some department store. And gotten me and my brother these new containers um, to, like, put our toys and shit in. And uh, they were, like, metal. They were, like, honestly, bad choice. Weird. A metal container? <laughs> yeah, they were, like, they were like buckets, but they were square. Almost oh, like a trash can shape. But they had little handles and really sharp corners. <laughs> yeah, that seems risky for kids. Um, and they were loud as fuck. Mm. We had hardwood floors. Throughout the whole house. Um, I think that was just an old San Francisco house thing. Um, like, real hardwood floors. So they were, like, a little, like, not bumpy, but, you know, not perfectly flat. And uh, the handles would smack against the container if you ever even touched it. and you Or if it even shook a little bit. And, you know, San Francisco. <laughs> you would hear it just ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah, that's super annoying. Night. And uh, I remember one time my my parents were in the kitchen making dinner or cleaning dinner. And me and my brother were supposed to be in our room cleaning. But instead of cleaning, I was just like moving the bucket around. And I had the door closed to the kitchen. Because you knew I could hear the handle? And so what I did was Jonathan like threw everything into the closet. To my memory. This is how I remember. I used to do a lot of throwing things in the closet. And then I would just like... And then he got on his bed and he was like doing whatever. And I was on the floor playing with something. And I would just like every so often just like move the thing and like sit and Or I would like get up and like like stomp around a little and like move some <laughs> stuff on a shelf and then go back and sit back down. And every so often my like my dad would come in and he would just like open the door. I say every so often. It only happened once. He like opened the door and it was like cleaner because everything was in bit. the closet. Yeah. And uh, he was like no. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do shit. <laughs> That's so funny. I think I told this on the podcast in the funny story episode, but when you talked about the metal boxes, it just reminded me that our boxes for our, our like stuffed animals or clothes or something for under the bed, we would pull the boxes out that had all the soft stuff in it and then go on the top bunk and use the lid to slide off the top <sighs> of the bunk. Into the boxes. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> I think I mentioned it already before, but that shit's funny as fuck. Any any other things you want to talk about? Um, let me think. There's like, I remember when we were moving from one house to another, we had to like paint the walls and like do all this stuff. And I had just gotten all of the furniture out of the room. Mm-hmm. I still had like boxes and stuff, and we had to like clean all the carpets. I think they ended up replacing the carpets anyway, but... Um, it's worth trying to keep your... Get more of your deposit back. True. <laughs> um, but I had all the... Like, most of the boxes still in the room. And I had everything, like, compiled into the middle of the room so that later on that night we could, like, get it ready for painting. But I was just, like, throwing stuff in boxes. And I, like... I don't know what compelled me to do this, but I was, like, taking photo. I was, like, doing a little photo shoot. So I was, I had like just started like really getting into photography. So I was like 
doing these like I I like had paint on my hand and I was doing like weird hand put I don't know I was doing weird shit and I was standing on some of the boxes and because I stopped organizing halfway through some of them were like half empty <laughs> and I there was like a ladder in my room and I like positioned the camera on the ladder and I was like climbing on these boxes and I went to take a photo and the second I hit the timer button I like stepped onto the next box and just immediately fell into it. And the photo is just my hand covered in paint going like that as I fall through. <laughs> Do you hope you still have that picture? I wish. Somewhere? No, it's gone. Oh, that's so sad. That's but hilarious. It was, and I like I like fucked up my knee. Yeah. I was in so much pain. I like it's fell a into a box anything. of random unorganized shit. Ouch. <laughs> it was so funny though. It was terrible. The fact that you stopped in the middle of that to take a picture of you standing on boxes is hilarious. Uh, yeah, I don't I used know to get what really I distracted. I got so distracted doing, like, every time I cleaned, like, Same. like really clean and organized shit, I got so distracted. Me too. Finding old books, finding games, you know, random shit that I wrote down, <laughs> you know. There's so Same. many things to be distracted by. <laughs> yeah. Showing people random stuff that you found. Especially when I was Taking younger. a lot of breaks to eat. Mm-hmm. Sitting when... there and staring into space. Disassociating. <laughs> listening to music. And just listening to music. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when I was younger and I was living in a house with six other kids. It was just like there was so much shit. So chaotic. <laughs> a lot of stuff to get distracted by. Yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of, like, cleaning now for us, I, like have a hard time cleaning but I've noticed that podcasts are pretty much the only thing that I can listen to and clean and mm. podcasts really really help music is too distracting for me I'm the opposite because podcasts I just, are too distracting for me really? I, have to be, I have to listen to music see if I do music I just end up singing and pretending that I'm performing or something get distracted so I do podcasts but cleaning is pretty hard for me um, music it's not is hard for, for me I just don't want to do it yeah. Generally. So, like, well, once I get going. so fast. And, like, I take so long to clean because I, like, start things and then go somewhere else and start something else. And then, like, I just, like... I, <laughs> I do that, too. But I, for some reason... You just, like, I, I, like... I don't know what it is. But the second I start, I, like, run. I don't know. Yeah, you, like... It's, it's insane. Like, you clean so fast. And I take <laughs> hours. Like, it's crazy. And my, I think my dad is the same way because I do have memories of, like, I remember one time, me and my two younger sisters were supposed to be cleaning the room with the, the fireplace and the bookshelf ledge and all that stuff. We were just not cleaning. We were doing a shit job. And my dad got so pissed. He was like, he was like, like, what are you guys doing? And so he was like, just take everything, put it in the middle of the floor, and put it away. So he started. And that's how you clean now. So he started just throwing everything from the tables, the shelves, fucking everything, the counter, like anything. It doesn't matter what it was. It was going on the floor in the middle of the room, and we were gonna find a home for it. Oh, and that's how you clean now. And so, <laughs> my younger sister, being who she was at the time, just started bawling. She was like, "I was doing it," and he was like, "No, you weren't." And he's just like putting everything in the floor. She's like. Just I love it. I love the sobbing. Dramatic. It was so funny. Um, and ever since then, 
that's how I clean. You do. You when I when like I'm that. I cannot clean like that. When I'm at home and I get music on, I just like I look at the room that I'm in and I just doesn't matter which room it goes in. If it's in this room, it's going in the middle of the floor. See, I have to do it like surface by surface. Like I have to go that, around the room. That would drive me like so grid. insane if I did that. <laughs> it, that's that's yeah, how my clean really yeah. different. I, it would literally drive me insane if I tried to do that. I don't know. I just like because like if because cleaning is something that's like so like ugh, like it's just like you kind of have to have your like way of doing it yeah. for your brain to kind of like because like otherwise it's so overwhelming, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, I have to see everything. As it's supposed to be, and then put everything away. Mm-hmm. I see, yeah. Otherwise, like I don't know, I can't. I, for some reason, I can't get. I can't do anything. I I'm see just, how that's effective. Nothing gets clean if I do it any other way. And I've tried too. It's like I'm, I'm, if I'm like, oh, I don't want to like clean the whole house. So I don't have that much energy. And then I like start cleaning. I just like, boom. And I'm like throwing everything in the floor, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm dying." Yeah, and you're like, and well, "Now like, everything's in the middle of the fucking no, floor." No, like literally, I'll like get everything into the middle of the floor, and, and I'm like, just like, "I gotta put all this shit away." I'm like, "It looks great." <laughs> Fuck, you know, yeah. the second I look down. <laughs> but it ends up it ends up working out. When I was it's a kid, like, I cleaned like that, but only because everything was already on the floor. Yeah. And so I just shoved it all into one spot. into one space. Yeah. And then... But so. What I did was I kind of compiled the breakdown of kind of of how to clean just based on these different places. So so the first thing is like, oh, these are for me, that's why. These aren't for me. Okay, so like do I have too much stuff? Is that my problem? Like that's like a really big thing and like that's I, – and I feel like that's like why the Marie Kondo thing really took off is because – you know, we have so much stuff. It's yeah. like, do we need all this stuff? Like, it's like something I really think about because we like live in like, it's all consumerism, capitalism. Like, we just have stuff. Yeah. And it's like, do I need any of this? Do I need all of this? Like, is part of my problem with why it's hard to be clean because I just, how, how can you be clean when you have like a million things? Yeah. And it's like, then I'm like, well, do I have too much stuff or do I have not enough space? Right. Or am I just keeping things in case I need them so that I don't have to rebuy them? Mm. You know, but that's also something I wish I remembered where I saw it. I'm not sure if it was like a TikTok or wherever the fuck I saw it, but someone was talking about um, why, like, I guess people with less money seem more like hoarders because they keep things just in case they need it because you can't always just go and buy something again. Yeah. Whereas if you have a lot of money or you just have like an excess of money, you're comfortable or whatever, you can get rid of things you don't need because it's not a big deal if you have to go get it again. True. Also, the more money you have, the more space you have theoretically. Right, yeah. You know, like this furniture like we have in here would look like a lot less if the room was bigger, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you have more places to put things. Um, but the other thing is like finding the time and I think that, I think that we should like normalize having housekeepers. You know what's funny? Hmm. My, my coworker just told me he hired a housekeeper for the first time. Nice. Yeah. And he was like, it was like 120 bucks. He was like, and then my house was clean. Mm-hmm. He was like, I didn't have to do shit. And I was like, that's nice. 
So, yeah. Like, I really think we should, like, normalize having housekeepers because, like, if you can afford it, you're supporting somebody. Yeah. That's um, their job. It continues the economy. Yeah, like, it adds, it's another job and, you know, you're supporting that person. That reminds me, it reminded me of the Diary of a Wimpy Kid part of the book where the mom made them clean the house before the maid came. Oh, yeah. It was so funny to me. I, I do remember one very pivotal moment in my life was the part of the book where what's his brother's name again Roderick Roderick where he was like the one lesson I've learned from Roderick is that it's not about putting more work in it's about lowering people's expectations that's a that's also Paris and it was and it was like there was the comic of uh I think his dad was like leaving or something and it was like Roderick make sure to pick up that pair of underwear by the time I get home and you know he's just like ugh and he's just sitting on the couch. And then by the time he comes home, he's, like, still sitting on the couch, but the underwear is gone. And he's like, good job! Yeah, he, like, did, like, the most minor thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yep. That taught me a valuable lesson. Yeah, it reminds me of the Paris Hilton thing. It's a little different, but when she was, like, um, like, if you don't want to do something, just do a really bad job and no one will ever Nobody ask you to do it again. Ask. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's the same concept. I love like, that. You just lower people's expectations and they're not going to want to, you know, yeah. want as much from you. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's funny. Um, but with finding time, it's like you kind of need to give yourself time to clean out throughout the day. Like, for instance, you, like, plan time to eat, but then you don't actually plan time to clean up the mess from eating. Yeah. Or, like, my issue is, like, I make time to do my makeup, but then I never add in the time I need to clean it up. Yeah, to clean it up. And then I end up rushing out, you know? Like, I like you wake up with, like, just enough time to, to get ready, but not enough time to, like... Clean up after yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you end up with a mess, and you come home to a mess, you know? I know this is, like, not necessarily true, but... That's also partially another, the poorer you are, the harder that is, finding time. Hmm. I mean, the less money that you have, the more money you have to make. Yeah, and you're working so much more. So you have to work more. I mean, statistically speaking, the people that are in a lower income work so many more hours than people in a higher income rate. Just because, like, you the way that things are created right now is just like you have to work so many more hours for the you for know, the base jobs that just gave me a thought is that you know how like when you're at work it's easy to clean yeah but when you're home it's hard to clean it's because you work so much mm-hmm. you're working so often and you work for money that you don't want to clean your house for free, first off, you don't want to right. do that for free. But you just also, did it's it like, for eight hours. A, yeah, you, you just know, spent money. Yeah, you just spent all day cleaning. Because you don't like, want to go home and clean more, and not for free. That's for sure. The people it's that work. make less have to work harder. It yeah. sucks, but yeah, you know, it sucks up. it's it's the way that our capitalist society is. I, I hate saying I saw that a shit, TikTok but, about know. how we don't live in a capitalist society well, anymore. We live in, I don't remember the name of it, but it's essentially one where it's rich people and poor people. What is it? It's, uh, I don't, it's a socioeconomic something. I don't remember the name of it. Um, Term. Another thing about cleaning Big is words. that sometimes it's not important or possible at the time, you know? Like, yeah, there's other things that precede it. Yeah, like no one's going to die because the house is a little messy, you know? 
Um, so like for instance, like when I had an infection in COVID and you had COVID, like you got to cut yourself some slack, you yeah. know, things yeah. are going to get chaotic. Things are going to get fucking messy and you're not going to be cleaning, you know, it's not important and it's not possible, yeah. you know? Yeah. And another thing is you actually pretty much just said this is living paycheck to paycheck. Like you're just trying to survive, you know, yeah, like you don't have time for the luxury of having your house look nice. Right. You like, know, that, that's you a may luxury. As, you may as well spend the very limited time you have trying to enjoy your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's just not important to you. It's not something that you, you know, but then you end up feeling depressed or not good. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's kind of like a... It's, it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a yeah. A vicious cycle. And another really big thing I think is like unrealistic standards because, you know, the houses that we want our house to look like, I mean, they're not they're not they're not realistic to live in you know mm-hmm. i think you need to be like realistic about how clean a house can be that is lived in and how realistic it is based on what's going on in your life right you know and i don't think we you know yeah absolutely. and so i kind of compiled all these like ways to keep things clean mm. and it all seems simple but obviously all <laughs> those factors add into it it's good to find ways to clean, but at the same time, cleaning isn't as important as I feel like we think it is yeah. on some level. Like, there's a balance. Keeping the dishes done, you know, keeping things physically clean, not tidy even, you know, taking the trash out, making sure you do laundry enough. All those things are important, but, like, I feel like keeping houses like you know like immaculate you know the way people want them to be is like why do you even need to do that right i get things i get things looking nice but it's almost like if you're actively living in your house yeah like why is there a pressure to have it look a certain way you know like unless you're hosting an event and you want it to be immaculate or you're you know like right giving context obviously but like you're living in it yeah like it's it's fine you know Obviously, keeping it nice and tidy helps you feel nice, but keeping it perfectly detailed all the time is just going to wear you out. And it's, there's no reason. Yeah. It's pointless, you know? You're going to mess it up the That's not going to make you any happier, and no. it won't make you less depressed to have it look normal. Yeah. Find a daily routine. This is how you go from having, having to clean a huge mess every few weeks or months to having to do a very minimal cleanup on a regular basis. Um, it's hard to do all those small things every day though. There's like physical and mental health involved, needing extra time to sleep or whatever. So the trick is cleaning every day. But like we said, there's a lot of reasons why it's hard to fit that in. And it's almost easier to let things get messy and reserve a day that you have off, you know, to do everything. Um, so how to keep a cleaner home. Um, a lot of, I, I, what I've done is I've compiled a couple different sources and how they say it, you like should keep they're... a cleaner home. Mm. So from the India Times, this was an almost everyday routine that they put together. And it was make your bed in the morning, clean the bedside table, organize room and cupboard, identify the rooms that require cleaning vacuum and mop those rooms which i feel like is more of a weekly thing because you don't need to mop every day like maybe vacuuming every few days would make sense but um organize your dining table clean dishes disinfect each room 
which seems like more of a weekly thing. So it's not a huge list, but it's all things that are kind of time consuming. Mm. I mean, like making your bed and like organizing, you know, the bedside table and, you know, doing small little organizing stuff makes sense. Yeah. But again, this is like, you have to find that hour to do those things. Yeah. But they say if you keep on top of these things, it's easy. It will be easier. They don't mention about doing laundry, but that's fine. Um, and then this one from Life Storage Blog, this was just like how to stay more clean. And they actually break it down by room a little bit. So put everything away after use, which is a big one. And that one's really hard, honestly. Yeah, it really seems hard. simple, but it's hard. Especially if you do like if you brought stuff out to do it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be more tired by the time you finish doing whatever you were doing. I know. It's so putting like, things away is hard. Like, cooking sucks. Yeah. Because you got to put effort, like a good amount of effort into doing it. And then just the same amount of effort to clean it all up. Well, and not to mention, you have to eat in between. After you've so eaten. So you, you're sitting down and you don't want to get back up. And yeah, you've just eaten. So they suggest doing it one room at a time. And they break it down by room. Um, and so they say, um, bathroom, clean your sink, toilet, mirror, floor, in your bedroom, make your bed, fold blankets and towels and put away clutter, kitchen, put away dishes, clean countertop, organize pantry and fid- fridge, which I think is more of like a shopping day task. Like I would do that like on a shopping day, yeah. not like all the time. Um, sleep and mop and clean appliances. Cleaning appliances is something that we don't do that we should. Because those are the things... I, I do notice appliances are one of those things that get, like, really, like, messy. And you don't even realize until you, like, look at it one day. And you're like, this toaster is yeah. covered in shit. Or whatever it is, you know? Yep. Um, for a living room, they say clean clutter, fold blankets and throws, clean surfaces, sleep and mop. Um, and, like... All of these things are, like, things you should be doing daily. And it's, like, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff. And so they, they then break it down by sticking to a schedule. And then they have three different types of cleaning, which is daily cleaning, weekly cleaning, and power clean. <sighs> so daily cleaning, they say you should make your bed, clean as you cook, grab as you go, which I try to do when I go yeah. from one I try to do grab as you go. Wipe messes as they happen. Sort the mail and sweep the kitchen floor. And they say if you do these things daily, it'll be easier to upkeep things. Yeah. Which makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, and then they have a weekly breakdown by room. So you actually only do the clean each room once a week. Like Monday, you would do laundry. Tuesday, bathrooms and sleeping and mopping. Wednesday, living room. Thursday, bedroom. Friday, kitchen. Saturday, organize and do miscellaneous tasks. Yeah. So they, and they're suggesting that doing it by week is better. And then, the power clean is a nightly 10 to minute power cleanup where you focus on shoes and entryway, dishes and sink, bathroom counter, coffee table, and stuff on floor. But I think that the power clean is only effective if you keep up with like the daily things. Yeah. Because otherwise your power clean is going to take forever because, you know, all these stuff have, I mean, if you don't clean up as you go, it's not going to be a power clean. For 10 or 15 minutes. You're going to be cleaning. You're going to be cleaning. too much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Um, it's not a power nap if you sleep for a couple hours. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't make sense. So, Reader's Digest, their tips were 
the one in one out rule. If you buy something new, toss, sell, or donate an older item to create space mm. for the new item instead of just adding something. Um, when you keep large flat surfaces clear, not only are they more visibly visually appealing, but they're easier to wipe down. And that so, makes sense yeah. to me. Like making things easier to clean. Yeah. That makes sense. Setting yourself up for success. Yeah. And they say not to store appliances on countertops or clutter your desk. And I get that about putting appliances away, but I found that if I don't have appliances out, I forget about them. That's, and it's hard to get them in and out. But Cla- there really cleaning, isn't that much counter Cleaning space. is another, like, like dealing with mental health. Mm-hmm. It's like people live differently too. Yeah. Yeah, like with the blender not out all the time, I don't make smoothies anymore. Yeah. But if the blender's out, I will all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard to get everything in and out for sure. It's a lot more effort. Especially mm-hmm. with not a lot of storage space. Yeah, that too. Because everything then gets clamped. That, yeah. So another thing about cleaning that isn't really talked about in any of these is cleaning the spaces where the things are actually put away too. Like our cupboards get mm-hmm. so out of control. Yep, it's not cupboards. a lot about organizing. Closets really. get super disorganized and people, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, well, and when our Marie closet Kata was... Marie a bit about closets, but... That's good. Um... It's it's because it's hard like like when your closet's messy it's hard to actually put your clothes away mm-hmm. you know. Um, so then they say people with neat homes tend to have a cleaning schedule and routine so dirt and laundry don't have time to pile up. For example, they set a designated day to vacuum or do laundry or do big tasks so they don't get skipped. That's something that like I feel like we should try. Yeah. I haven't really tried that, but I feel like it's a good thing to try. Probably. I mean, it seems to work for people to do it. Yeah. But then it's like, I feel like my schedule's so random. That's why it's hard. But I, then again. Because then it's like, what if you don't actually have time that day? Yeah. You know? Um, they say you should leave your shoes at the door, which we've been doing. Yeah. Everything should have a place to go. Clean as you go. Find clever way to store things. If you have a budget, hire help. Make it enjoyable, like listening to a podcast or music, which is what we do. Use organization to make things look pretty and always deal with your dishes. So a lot of these places are saying similar things with slightly variations. Yeah. And then the last one was, or that was the last one. So that's kind of how, that's basically how they say to keep it clean. It all makes sense in my head. But it all comes down to having that hour a day to keep up with things yeah and we have that we've been doing a lot better i feel yeah. like every time we we move we, we do a little better yeah and I, not only because we're able to get more storage space and more space in general but also just you know learning from bad habits and stuff mm-hmm. yeah but it, and it's had to do with also us having the ability to store things better you know mm-hmm. absolutely getting better jobs you know yep all those things. I mean, in the beginning, we've had places so small, there really wasn't anywhere to put anything, so it was impossible. I mean, literally. Not to be messy, you know? Yeah. Um, and mental health and cleanliness is, like, kind of one of the toughest things. And so I did a little bit of research on, you know, adding mental health to the equation. Mm. Um. But there's a connection between higher cortisol, which is a stress hormone, levels, and a messy, cluttered home. 
as well as fatigue and depression. And I definitely know that for sure. Clutter overwhelms your brain and causes an inability to focus. Cleaning can help one feel as if they have more control of their environment. And cleaning your sheets often is connected to better sleep. And all of that makes sense, Mm -hmm. you know? And I can see it happening in, like, my everyday life. So, VeryWellMind.com had tips about cleaning when you're dealing with mental health. And they have three tips. They say, set a timer, start small, and involve others. Yeah. And I that makes sense because it means you're giving yourself a certain amount of time to clean. You're like, okay, I'm going to spend an hour, two hours, and I'm just going to do as much as I can. And then it makes you feel less like you have a whole day of work ahead of you. True. Start small because being overwhelmed is one of the first things that freaks me out yeah. and makes me not want to help clean. And if you are cleaning with other people, it feels more doable. It feels more achievable and it's less isolating. And so... SciComm, they had tips for how to clean when you don't want to clean. And they say you should make your bed, start small, use a timer, declutter your workspace, and listen to a podcast or music while you're cleaning. And all of those things will keep you in a better mindset that will encourage you more to clean out your things, essentially. That makes sense. Yeah, so that's all that I have nice. in my notes. I mean, I feel Thoughts. like I feel like we've been utilizing some of. I mean, just some of those tools. Yeah, definitely. It's it's interesting to see the. You know, I mean, obviously everyone do it. it it's just interesting to. You did. You don't think about the fact that other people. Have messy houses, mm-hmm. but it's so common. I think most people probably do. Yeah, we just when we go to people's houses, they've done the same thing we would do, where we fucking spend all day cleaning yeah. it. Yeah, and we're making it look nice. Yeah, yeah. And like I remember, um, I I feel like it was like Kim Kardashian, where showing her house, and it was like they were saying how like pristine it is, and she's like, "Well, this isn't the part of the house we live in." Yeah. And that was interesting to me. I remember when I was younger, in high school, um, one of my friends... Having a party house you don't live in. Weird. I, I would, like, go over to their house. So they had a guest house, mm-hmm. which is already a, a house that they don't actually live in. Yeah. Um, and they had a massive house. And every time I went over, I went over, like, pretty often, um, it was just always perfectly clean. That's but then you would go to like their rooms and they would be like a little messier. Um, but it was always perfectly clean and they didn't hire people to help clean, but it was just just like so big that there was just parts of the house they didn't really go to. That's wild. So like their living room was massive. And so they like didn't really ever watch TV in there or like. Do so it just like was untouched, really. Yeah, and like when they had people over, like you would, everyone would sit on this massive fucking square couch, mm-hmm. effectively. Um, then maybe they'd have to. Clean and like the kitchen was so big, and it was only for like four people, so it was just always clean because they never had to do. And they like hired like maids and stuff to do the clean 
like the the mopping and all that stuff because mm-hmm. I mean rich obviously but the tidying they but did. the tidying the stuff they did and but it was just easy because they didn't live in half their house that's wild which yeah, same thing with Kim Kardashian it was just I mean, interesting I had to friends that had like crazy clean rooms yeah but they weren't like super rich but it was they didn't have any stuff mm-hmm. like they. Which, honestly, I wish I didn't have, like, too much, so much stuff, but I'm just not like that. My brain just doesn't work that way. Yeah, Yeah, I like stuff. But, like, I've had friends that, like, their rooms are so clean, but there's just nothing in it. Right, like, Like, what do you do? They don't have stuff. All they have in their room is, like, clothes and their bed and, like, a desk. And that's, like, literally it. And it's, like, they just don't have stuff. And I'm, like, what do you do? Right, like... One of my favorite things is looking around a room and being like, okay, what do, you know, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. It's having options about things that you can do when you're in your house is nice. Yeah, like what do these people do all day? <laughs> right, go they out. They don't own I guess. things. It's wild. If you have money, I guess you just do things not in your house. Yeah, but like we would still always have like you know games and crafts. I guess we'd be like making things. Maybe if we didn't like, make... there is the whole thing about how an artist's house is always really messy and cluttered because you do have like stuff because you want to make things. Right. Maybe that's why we have messy house just because we will always we. Then again, a lot of our stuff in this thing and our drawers are all like art stuff and making things. It's yeah, all tools art and art tools. stuff. Maybe that's the secret: not being an artist in your cleaner. Yeah. That makes sense almost somehow. <laughs> I mean, that generally seems to be how it works out, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> People that are more creative have messier houses. Yeah, and just because you have a bunch of tools and crafts around and things you like keep to do crafts with or whatever. Not to bring up money again, but... But that having, has a lot to do with having it. Having less money... I think you brought this up in the beginning, actually, a little bit. But like having less money means you're going to have more stuff. Mm-hmm. Because you, you know, you're not going to want to buy it again. You don't want to get rid of stuff, yeah. You don't want to get rid of stuff because it might still have value. Mm -hmm. Like, to somebody that has more money, things, a lot of things don't have the, I mean, the the sense of value changes so much when you're in different, you know, economical classes. I agree. Um, So it's like people that just grew up on less money have... You know, they have more value to smaller or objects that have a lot less value to things. Yeah. Than people that have things are just more, more replaceable. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Yeah. It's easy to buy something, like replace something when you have money. Mm-hmm. You don't feel, you also don't have that trauma response of needing to hold on to everything in general. Right. You know? Yeah. Or needing to buy as much because you, it's not like you have the money so you want to get things that you couldn't have. Yeah. But that, yeah, that's another thing. Is money like, can buy happiness, folks. That's can. always the lesson. <laughs> it's always capitalism and money will, money will buy you happiness. You can't be happy, truly happy without money because even if you're happy with things in your life, you'll always be stressed about paying bills. You'll always be working more. You'll always be able to do less fun things. Your quality of life is not as good because you can't live it, really. And you'll always have some sort of stress or whatever. Like, you can't truly be happy unless you have a comfortable amount of money. Yeah, at least here. I wonder, because I'm sure that, that that ideology, or that, not even ideology, but that, 
brain response is different in different cultures. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Or in, in places that were, you know, built up in, in different... But it's not that they are happy without a comfortable amount of money. It's that they all have a comfortable amount of money. Because well, but they're, like, the different places, set up better. Um, like, there's a lot of cultures that value money to not be anything, pretty much. Right, but they're not stressing about paying their bills. Right. And whatever. Because they're comfortable. Their money situ- their, their whatever their money value is is enough for comfortableness. You know? I guess. Even if that is a small amount of money. Or if it, even if it's not money. Yeah. Not having money isn't causing all these stressors and right. situations Cause, for them. Right. Because it's not about the money in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like for us, because we're in, you know, the United States where <laughs> if you're poor, you literally can't live comfortably. You can't eat enough. Yeah, you can't eat I enough. know. You can't eat good food. I know people that sometimes don't have money for food and so they sleep yeah so that they're not hungry i've had coworkers that go cheers water diet and i'm yeah. like yeah you know like, like it's it's so sad like the people like and this is a really I, big phenomenon with college students is um like a hunger nap yeah. you sleep because you can't afford to eat and you can't have hunger pains if you're asleep you sleep through the hunger to make because because it's hard yeah I always just, when if I'm hungry and I don't have anything to eat, I just chug so much water and I just mm-hmm. get water full. Yeah. Then I feel like shit later, but like... Right. <laughs> but I You're going to feel like shit later whether you wake up from a nap hungry. I just would rather not wake up from a nap hungry, I think. Yeah. That's but that's true. just a personal gripe, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't like waking up hungry either. <laughs> I just said that thing. Anyway. I'm in the future. I'm, I want to do a podcast episode about learning how to eat because, like, I realized I don't know how to eat because I never because I because I've had so many like I've had GI issues for my freaking whole life. I never learned how to eat. I don't know how to make food for myself. I don't know how to buy food. I don't know. I just don't know how to eat. Does yeah. that make it sounds so simple? Like just go get something and then eat it. But it's like I don't know how to feed myself. I never really learned how to feed myself because I just didn't ever need to learn how to feed myself because I wasn't. I wasn't eating, you yeah. know? I just... It was always like once. Yeah, like I just... I don't know how to feed myself. I don't know what things to get. I don't know what things to put together. I just like have that... The, the, I just never learned that part of yeah. life because I just never needed and, to and because I'm always sick. There's a lot of... People like that too. I mean, not for the same reasons, but just like necessarily. But people that just never learn how to shop or cook or mm-hmm. you know, make anything for themselves other than, you know, putting something in the microwave or the oven. And it's just like, it's it's so hard to get away from that if that's all you knew. Mm-hmm. And you see it a or, lot. Or, you know, if you don't have a lot of money. That so... is, well, that's the main cause of it you know yeah. a big cause of it and it's like it's obviously cheaper to make stuff for yourself but if you were never taught how you know you're gonna end up just buying pre-made things your whole life because you don't you, you know like unless you actively are putting the effort into 
research and figure it out, which a lot of people do nowadays. But but before the really ease of access to information, so that you have more time at home. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's it's um, you know another like vicious my cycle. My parents, for instance, <laughs> made us dinner sometimes, or yeah. I mean, honestly, probably a lot. But like, we did a lot of microwave food because it's like you don't have time. Yeah. You know, they're they're both working all day. Yeah. You know, you get home one, you don't want to make food. But also you don't have time, you know? It's like yeah. we don't have time to cut up a bunch of fucking vegetables and put them together and make something. Like, yeah. It's hard. I mean, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just you don't have time either. Yeah. I mean, I, I was lucky that my parents worked from home. My dad worked from home. Yeah. And they came from a background that included, like, I think your dad came from a background of chef situations. Didn't he was he? a cook. He was a cook. You come from a background of yeah. cooking. Not your dad. Your dad made the background of cooking yeah. because yeah, he um, yeah he was a chef and he knew a lot of people. Yeah, and we, and also, for a family like ours, it would be so, so much more expensive to buy pre-made food for us yeah. than it would be to make it. Yeah. So it was like a force, you know. They were, my parents were kind of forced to to forced into having to cook in, that into way. having to cook because like. When my, when my dad was younger, you know, it was all like shit food, can, basically. Canned things. Yeah, canned food. Yeah. And like pre-made shit and all that. Um, so he was, I mean, obviously he did a job as cooking, so mm-hmm. he learned that way. But like they had to like kind of like, they were forced into learning how to do that. And, and being able to make large portions of something that saves you know? Yeah, because, I, I mean, we just didn't have the money to be able to, buy, like, buy food well, for everyone. Well, think about, like, a microwave dinner. It's, like, $5 for how many people? Like, that's a lot of money every night. Every, yeah, that's every night. So, right, it, was, yeah, it was so yeah. much cheaper to just buy something, like, cheap, like, mm-hmm. spaghetti and, and oh, fucking I've tomatoes. Spaghetti you know? bolognese and, so much. I and, or, you know, chicken and... Yeah. rice and potato, this you know right, mashed potato things like that. easy foods that are digestible and you can make and that are and it ended months. up being really good for us because it ended up being healthier mm-hmm. but it was just out of force or out of like necessity rather mm-hmm. it's interesting i never thought about it like that but it kind of was you know yeah. like there's no there's just no way they could have afforded to buy food for everybody yeah <laughs> two times a day. Yeah, it's, it's it's unrealistic to be able to afford that kind of. It's not sustainable. Yeah. Dang, I think that all about sums it all up. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think that's touched that on a on lot that. of topics. Mhm. And that's that on that. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs>